while I still sound like I have COVID. You need to start drinking some eggnog. It's back on the shelves. Yeah, that, uh, that'll help the flemminess, you moron. <laughs> it's working for me. That shit makes you flemmy like the best of times. It's so good, though. Also, wait, you're drinking eggnog? Was it like two weeks or three weeks ago? I was sitting there listening to you talk about like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm really watching what I eat. And I'm like being all like health conscious conscious and stuff like that. And you're, you're slugging eggnog by the carton now. It's my, uh, it's my replacement for protein shake. Every, everything's, yeah, well, I don't think that's how that works, but. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Movie Men podcast. I am Brady. That's Carl. Say hi, Carl. Hello. Do you have uh, news for me, Brady? I do. It's our weekly movie news show. Um, this is probably the last time I'm going to introduce it, it you know, in, to its full extent. Uh, but basically what we've done is we've taken the news segment from the end of the episodes uh, that Pete and I do and uh, have turned them into its own full-fledged weekly episode. Um, that way we can talk about a little bit more than we used to, um, and we can go into a little bit more detail. Carl, are you ready? How many you got for me today? I have nine, so we gotta, we got to go. Nine! Yeah. Nine! Nine. I don't know, is that offensive? Yeah. Nine, I must go. It's just a nine. Nine, a not, nine less than, you know, one less than ten. Uh, okay, so, listen. There's a movie coming out called Black Adam. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Dwayne Johnson I, has gotten is, more jacked than ever before for it, apparently. Is now the time for me to drop this? Do you want to know something? Do you want to know a story about a personal and depressing connection that I have to the Black Adam movie now or when we do our Black Adam review? Did you try out for the part of Black Adam and they you know, turned just, you down. Just, an, just answer the question. Do you want to know now <laughs> or when we do our Black Adam review? Hmm. I feel like you should save it for the Black okay, I'll Adam. Okay, I'll say, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll save it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a while now, it has been um, ever on our minds of, okay, is Henry Cavill actually done as Superman? Yes or no? Is Henry Cavill coming back as Superman? Are we ever going to get another Superman? Are we going to get a Man of Steel 2? What the hell is going on with Superman? Now, The Rock, who was originally cast as Black Adam in 2007. It's a long time ago. It's so freaking long ago. 15 years. (laughs) As far as movies go, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, pretty much this whole time he's been talking about Superman, um, specifically Henry Cavill and, and really sort of bolstering the idea that, uh, that he wants to go head to head with Superman. Uh, well, as tends to happen, the post credit scene for some fan that, that that someone filmed during some fan screenings of the movie has leaked online. Uh, I don't recommend going and watching it, not because of spoilers, because we're about to spoil it for you, um, but you mostly just because that's not the way to see. That's not the way yeah. to see it. It's not the way to watch what? a trailer. 
how do you even get a cell phone into one of those things? I don't know. Like, or those like Ray Bans has those like, oh, look at me, I'm filming you now. The, glasses, like so, I. <laughs> the, it, yeah, it's, it's wearing uh, tech glasses. Yeah. 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 What do you mean, Google Lens or you know, yeah, whatever? These are, these so are my reading glasses. These are my reading, my reading VR glasses. Yeah. Uh, anyways. It is official, it's been confirmed, due to a leak, that Henry Cavill is going to appear simply in a post credit scene, but still appearing nonetheless, confirming that, yes, Henry Cavill is still Superman in the DCEU and will likely be moving forward, otherwise this post credit scene would not make any sense. Um, but he is going to appear in a post credit scene of Black Adam. Now, Carl, what say you at the end of... Shazam, we sort of got a Superman cameo in the cafeteria, uh, but it wasn't necessarily Henry Cavill. It was just a wonderful, beautiful specimen yeah. of a man shot there's, sort of from the no, neck down. Yeah. Um, Couldn't tell who the actor was. But it seems official that not only is Henry Cavill going to be our Superman for at least some time longer, um, but... That uh, that he is going to be in the post credit scene of Black Adam. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I am for it. Long live the nerd king Henry Cavill. Give me more. I love. He's great. Henry Cavill's he fantastic. Like he's so good. He's so good. He is. Listen, and this <laughs> is going to be unpopular. It's going to be unpopular. Henry Cavill is the best on-screen Superman we've had. Oh, yeah. I'll give you that. No problem. You know, like yeah. George Reeves, or not George Reeves, Christopher Reeves. George Reeves was the old, old one. Christopher Reeves, iconic, legendary, fantastic. Uh, but Henry Cavill just like, he knows the character. He gets it. He gets yeah. Kal-El and the, uh, his struggles. <clears throat> The, the I think the writing and this this is not 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 uh, anything Henry could have really done about it. I think the writing for the first half of his his the first Superman film he did was a little weak at like wandering the earth trying to figure out who he is. I thought that was a little BS for well, I mean the character of Superman. Henry made it work. It was at the end of the day. It was a pretty good Superman film. Superman films are hard to do by any stretch of the imagination, just because Superman's nigh invulnerable, except for uh, less than a handful of weaknesses. Yeah, magic. So it's, it's hard. It's hard to take something that's someone that's so powerful and tell a story that make makes him have to have character growth. So you, if you got to shoehorn that in with some emotional stuff, trying to figure out what he is at the beginning, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I can, I can live with it. So moving on, but staying in the category of black Adam and of Superman, like you said, Superman movies can be tricky because you need to find a worthy adversary for Superman. True. Dwayne, the rock Johnson has guaranteed us a future movie in which black adam will face off against superman that would be fun so 
one of Superman's little-known weaknesses is magic. Black Adam is magic. Is magic. Now, here's a question, though. At what point, if he's already teasing it now, and they're talking about it now, then it would imply that the next... So, if this, if this is happening in the next Superman movie, if they're going to make a Superman Man of Steel 2, right, and Black Adam will be the villain of that... As quite possible. If we're talking Black Adam 2, then this seems like a weird thing to be teasing right now, for me anyways, because at what point are we going to get Black Adam against Shazam? It, like it, this has to happen at some point. Essentially, yeah. otherwise, essentially, what you've done is you've created a universe where you said, "Okay, here's Batman. Now we're going to give you the Joker in a standalone film that doesn't have Batman in it, but is in the same universe." Um, and you know, he's gonna, he's just Batman's not going to be in this first one because we just kind of want to introduce the character. And then Joker, the second Joker film comes along, and they're like. Uh, yeah, we're thinking it might be interesting to see what he's like up against uh, Green Lantern there, eh? Mm. And everyone's going, okay, right, but well, at what point yeah, does he they're not meet using, Batman? They're not using him in Fury uh, as Shazam 2. Shazam no. 2 is using, he's going up against the gods who give him his power. Exactly. Or at least that's the assumption from what I've seen. So now we have weird two Shazam movies. And at least one Black Adam movie where Shazam and Black Adam are not facing off against each other. So does this add any weight to the idea to you that this could be Black Adam showing up as the antagonist of a Man of Steel movie rather than Superman being a mainstay character in a Black Adam 2 movie? <clears throat> Yeah. So, story-wise, like, if you're going to do this kind of the quote-unquote artistic way, Shazam should have his own show. Superman should have his own or show or movie. Shazam, so should uh, Superman. Black Adam. It In the makes comics, sense. Black Adam's a weird weird character he's all he's he's kind of like dr doom in the marvel universe he is a villain like 80 90 percent of the time but the other rest of the time he's just protecting his country yeah he's got his like he only cares about his little bubble of the world and everything else can go to hell yeah, he's got a little bit of, like, anti-villain going yeah. on. So, he doesn't... Him getting one standalone movie... Makes sense. Let's introduce okay, I can the guy. buy that. Yeah. Especially when you've got The Rock casting him. you got to give The Rock title credit. Lead yeah. star. Got to make the for money. at least one film. I don't... A second Black Adam film doesn't make sense to me. I don't... And maybe that's maybe that's just me not knowing the DC world as well as I know Marvel, or in, right. and for that matter, Black Adam as a character as well. 
as say Batman or Superman. Yeah, I'm not super well versed in the Black Adam. But like, yeah, I, I know and I feel like I know enough to say more than one Black Adam film doesn't make sense. And for him like to too more, much. yeah, like kind of like the Hulk in the MCU. Like, okay, we've got a Hulk movie. Now this is this is different. Hulk should have more movies. <laughs> yeah, but that's well, see, that's, that's more of a uh, a who owns the rights to make yeah, the movies problem a than a than a character issue. problem. Yeah. Um, in this case, though, this is a character issue where the, I don't think the character needs more than one standalone movie. And from here out, from from first movie standalone movie out, he can just be a, a primary antagonist or a, a show up and cause chaos just for a little bit, like show up in later yeah. films one way or another from See, other characters. Then it it gets even still because I agree. But then it feels like it gets even stickier because now you're talking about, okay, we know that at some point Black Adam has to face off against Shazam. He has to. Uh, yep. But we also know that Black Adam is going to face off against Superman. So could Black Adam be the main antagonist in both Man of Steel 2 and Shazam 3? Here's what That you do. seems weird. Here's what the DCU has needed to do from day one. They need to fire all their writers. First off, get rid of them. Then they need to hire all the writers from the DC animated series and movies that have been coming out for the last 20 years. Oh, no, because I disagree. Those this things are so good. Yeah, but writing for an DC animated universe. film versus writing for... Like, it's... I don't know, man. You... You're telling me, did, did you see, I can't remember what, what they called it, but Shazam was in, uh, they, they made an animated with Shazam and S- Superman and Black Adam was the primary antagonist. And I tell you what, like that, f- it was only like a 30, 40 minute flick, but it was amazing. No, I haven't seen it. It was, it was so good. And all of the animated stuff has been top tier. Uh, um, so, yeah, so maybe you're right. Uh, but either way, I think what we can both agree on is that it's just exciting to know uh, that these films are coming. And whatever form, shape they take, these are going to be awesome face-offs. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of cities are going to get destroyed. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't know, you know, unless yeah. we take this thing out to the... The desert at this point, it's, uh, yeah, there's there's mass destruction in, mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, uh, be good. So moving Hopefully. on, <laughs> Rings of Power has finally finished. And I say finally very sarcastically because I wish it was still happening. I mm. wish it was still happening so bad. Um, Should we put a caveat in here? Because you and Pete still haven't reviewed the last episode, right? Uh yeah well even if even if you have if you haven't heard that episode may we you might end up hearing yeah, maybe i hate it. spoilers yeah maybe i hate it you maybe go back uh, and no 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 we're not gonna first. no we won't no we won't spoil anything here we're not gonna spoil no, anything i might <laughs> don't do it don't do it All no because right, it's because it's, it's it's irrelevant to the topic um okay. here's the deal rings of power season two is shooting right now is it? It is. Yeah, it started shooting like two weeks ago. 
um, it shooting now? I heard it's going to be like not coming out for two or three years. It's not going to like. Can I tell the news? Shut, shut up. <laughs> Sit down and shut up. These are the rumors um, that I've heard. <laughs> so, Rings of Power season two is shooting right now, but with how long it takes to edit these things and uh, and do all the visual effects and stuff like that on them. Um, and just how long it takes to shoot them in general. You know, this is basically, if uh, season two is anything like season one, it's essentially an eight, eight and a half, nine hour movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be like two years, at least, before we get season two. Um, <clears throat> this is not only disappointing for me as a fan of season one, this is potentially the biggest display of a lack of planning. Um, I, I was listening to someone else talk about this and they said something that, that I think hits the money right on, on the head. Uh, that's not a saying, but you get it. You know what I mean? Uh, this is, this is a screw up. Not only is this, a monumentally disappointing screw up. The fact that they did not shoot season one and two together, because they knew, they knew they were going to do, no matter what, they were going to do a season two. With the amount of money that was sunk into the first season, with how the season was ending, the fact that the, the show has already been slated for five seasons, they knew that no matter what, even if they don't end up doing all five, with the amount of money they put into season one, they knew no matter what that they were going to do a season two. Not shooting season one and two back to back or congruently together is a mistake that somebody should be fired over. This is such a monumental boneheaded screw up because it's one thing if your show is receiving nothing but amazingly positive reviews. And then, you know what? Two years of waiting is still going to hurt some of its momentum. It's still going to hurt some of its hype. Um, but ultimately, it's a show that, you know, everyone loves. So so no big deal. Rings of Power hasn't been that. Rings of Power has been pretty split down the center, right? A lot of people love it. A lot of people have been hating on it pretty hard. Two years now? This could be series cancer. I think maybe they've uh, gone back to the drawing board and are trying to rewrite it to make it a little more true to the to the Tolkien's writings. Well, legally, in a lot of ways, they can't. But hang on. But here's there. the issue. No, no, no. But here's the issue with what you're saying is either way. The only way you're saying that maybe they're doing that as a result of the res- the critical response that they're getting from season one, right? Yes. Which still means that when they shot season one a year and a half ago, they didn't shoot season two. That was still a right. decision. That was still an omission. There was still a decision that somebody said, no, let's just shoot season one. Let's edit it all. Let's get it halfway out. And then... Yeah, and then we'll call some people back and we'll start we'll start rolling cameras again because we know yeah. this process takes like two years to do. So uh, then then we'll have something out by like 2024 for them. What? Yeah. But if they're going back to the drawing board, 
even if they had done all of that, then they've got to do a bunch of reshoots. Wow. Well, and you have and to reshoot like you've your tossed out thing. that a lot about like they don't have the rights. They don't have the rights. Okay. They don't have the rights, but they're like, they're still calling it Lord of the Rings. They're still, ca- yeah, they're still they using the- almost all the names and places. Yeah, because they have the rights to those, because those are names and places that appear in the appendices of Lord of the, the Lord of the Rings. All that being said, there's no reason that they couldn't keep it keep the 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 timeline of how things worked in the books similar. Yeah, but see, it's tricky because like here's the thing, a lot of the people who have been arguing that that they're making too much up and they're inventing too much for this show are people who are unfamiliar with the books. Because the second age of Middle-earth there's not a like compared to the third age of middle earth the second age of middle earth is essentially like footnotes and and the odd like timeline there there isn't the so, r- like invention was always going to be a major part of this show because there's just not right. enough tolkien just did not write enough about the second age in order to make a show out of he just That's didn't. True. So we're going down a rabbit hole here. I'm not as versed in Tolkien as you, but since I started watching this show, I've been watching a lot of um, sort of breakdowns on the videos on Cimmerillion and Tolkien lore and videos about like, this is everywhere Gandalf traveled in right. the, the writings that we know of and everywhere that uh, Galadriel traveled that we know of and everywhere yep. Sauron went and, and all this stuff. Yeah. And careful. So don't spoil. From, don't spoil. From the what show. I've learned, and I won't, there's enough, there's enough there that you could still stay to the canon. Like there's no reason Galadriel ever should have went like she's your, she, you've, you've crowned her the main character of your show essentially. Yeah. But she didn't need to be. No, but but why not have her be? Well, to stay true to to the books. Which books? Tolkien's books. Which which of Tolkien's? I books? don't know the 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 lore of Lord of the Rings that we the the written lore. Right. So, but again, if we're referring to stuff from the Silmarillion, they don't have the rights to those stories. But they could still stay. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it's, they, it's it's they've, tricky. They've they've done enough of it that they might as well go full bore. <laughs> like, but but legally they can't. Like, it's not it's not a legally all they've done essentially is is bought the rights to names and names. That's pretty much it. Is what as you're telling l- me. As long as they in which appear. case, why even bother making it? because uh, well, it's just make why not why not just why not just write this story call it something else and let it be this other fantastic so let me here oh let me, of brand recognition hands down yes if if the house if but, house of dragon comes out tomorrow and it's not a game of thrones series it's still successful but not to the extent that it has been it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't so draw is, the numbers that it does because it's a Game of Thrones prequel. As a show, 
I think Lord, the Lord of the Rings power of the ring is awesome. The more that I've dove I, into I can now the Lord continue of the ring, to let you live. The, the more I dive into the Lord of the Rings lore through, uh, the less I like it as a Lord of the Rings show. It is a great fantasy epic story. It is a horrible Lord of the Rings story. Yeah. I mean, I disagree. And I, you know, it's, it's essentially, and this is, I mean, this isn't what we're talking about, but it, it, it all comes, it, it all comes down to interpretation. Um, it, it all comes down to your understanding of, of creative interpretations and, um, different people telling their version of, you know, different stories. Like, here's the thing. If you read, if you were to sit down and be extremely well-versed in Lord of the Rings, the books and the Silmarillion and the Hobbit, the Lord of the Rings movies are, are masterpieces, but in many ways, they're not great Lord of the Rings movies. There's a lot of things that we could, that you could sit, had you read Lord of the Rings all the way through, there's a lot of things you could sit right now and say, why didn't you stick to the, just stick to the lore? Right. And it's not just a matter of like, oh, you know, people like, wow, Tom Bombadil didn't show up. No, no. Like they, they flat out change things. They move things around that, that they put stuff from this, mm. that's supposed to be in the second book in the third movie. And they take lines from a character and give them to other characters and take this dream from this person and give it to them. And, and they have elves show up to fight alongside in Helm's Deep. There were no elves in Helm's Deep. Right. So it's like, there's mm. there's so many, so many changes, right? And so part of my, like, I saw the Lord of the Rings movies before I ever was old enough or really had the opportunity to read Lord of the Rings, the books. Um, the opposite is true for The Hobbit. I had read The Hobbit at least four times before seeing, like, The Hobbit book formed my imagination as a child, um, and as such, so like currently right now, Brianne and I are sitting and we're rewatching, uh, we're doing like a middle earth kind of work through, right. Um, and it's, we're starting with the Hobbit films. We're going to end with the rings of power show just because if you're not well versed in like the rings of power show will just make more sense if you watch well, the, the films first, but yeah, but, I alluded to this in one of our Andor episodes. They they steal so much dialogue from the trilogy as kind of a, a ooh, hey, he said that bait that yeah, yeah, that it helps. Yeah, so here's bad, so here's it's not the bad thing. writing, but so here's yeah. the thing. Brienne has not read The Hobbit. She's read the first four pages of it. <laughs> okay, she's not read The Hobbit. And I'm looking over at her throughout watching the Hobbit movies, and she's rather enjoying them, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, this is, yeah, okay, and that's fun, and, and oh, this is, like, that's, that's humorous, and, and okay, there's a love story going on there, and blah, blah, blah. And, and so she looks at it, having not read The Hobbit, going, yeah, these are, these are fun fantasy adventure action treasure hunting films. And... I agree. I've read the book several times, and I think they're 
horrible mm. Hobbit movies. Horrible Hobbit movies. Because well, cinematically, the, they're, it's bad writing too. They jump all over the place as far as as like adding stuff and and changing the lore and doing all this stuff. Now, Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings films aren't as guilty of it, but they're still quite guilty of it. And so, yeah. anyways, we digress. We're off topic. Yeah, Either okay. way, Let's get back if on. you knew, do would you agree? If you knew for a fact that you were going to make a season two, and you knew that waiting until you're halfway through season one would require a two-year gap between season one and two, is not shooting the first two seasons back-to-back, not only A, cheaper, because you have everyone there and production is already rolling, but B, just smarter all around instead of leaving this now ludicrous two-year gap well i think and this is something that streaming services have kind of gotten in in the habit of doing in that they'll the in the past a serial tv show they just keep shooting year-round they might take a, a couple months break and the show will have a couple months break and then come back on uh, in a couple months now they they shoot them like a movie and then it takes it like so like stranger things there's there's like a one year gap between every season yeah that's come out come out <clears throat> so so yeah like if i'm if i'm head honcho at a studio and they're pitching me lord of the rings rings of power i'm i'm looking at okay Jackson, Peter Jackson's films, man, he he had to film a couple of these back to back. He filmed all three back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Over 14 months. So let's, let's, let's kind of scrap the, the mentality of what the streaming services are doing for shows. And yeah, yeah, let's do, let's kind of go back to the old way and just shoot this like the year round, we'll give the cast a couple months off in the summer. Yeah, and then come and then back. We'll come and back in the back fall, and we'll keep we'll keep shooting we'll instead of waiting shooting. a year and a half. We'll keep shooting, and then and then yeah, like then maybe you've only got six months between show uh, your your uh, seasons. Now, yeah, is your quality of everything going to go down having to do that? It shouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. It shouldn't, but yeah, no, I don't know. No, I I think it's a bit crazy. Yeah. Moving on, moving on. Um, what was my next topic here? Uh, Kevin Smith, friend of yours and mine. Yeah. Great director. Go way back with Kevin Smith. Um, kind of like the comic book. If you don't know who Kevin Smith is, then I, I don't know. I don't know how to help you. I feel sad for you. Uh, Kevin Smith has gone on record saying as a director, he will not, nah, I mean, not that these films are being offered to Kevin Smith by any means, uh, but as a director, he says he would not go anywhere near Star Wars or the MCU because of how toxic the fandom is. And this is not the first time we've heard something like this. Like, it is, it is well known at this point, and anybody who, uh, 
who doesn't think of this at this point is simply just in denial. There may be no fandom that is as toxic as Star Wars fandom. Just a bunch of like, now whether it be racism that we saw with the Obi-Wan series or just like nasty, like, unfortunately, fandom in general is becoming something that is less exciting to be a part of because there's a bunch of asshats out there that are just ruining it for everyone else, right? Rings of Power being like one of the newest, the newest examples, right? Maybe you love the show. Maybe you don't. Let's have a fun discussion about it. Hopping on the internet and saying, you know, oh, the writers are trash. Not that not that their work is trash, but the writers themselves are trash and they should all be ashamed and they're lazy yeah. and competent. Like, what, the, what is your issue? You're a Lord of the Rings fan? Grow up. Grow up. Well, so, yeah, there's yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars and and the MCU, unfortunately, in many ways, are the, are the same thing. If if people don't get, you know, people get so passionate about something that if something comes out and it's not exactly what they were hoping for, they lose their well, shit and they turn into savages with the amenity <laughs> of the internet. Yeah, and I don't think like fandoms in general have indi- have people in them that are at the like high end fandom. Like they collect everything they do it, see everything they, you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm quite there yet. I'm, no, for, if I, I would, wouldn't consider my uh, fanatical fan. That's the word I was looking for. A little fanatical. They're super deep in. Yeah. Um, and I don't want, I'm, I'm not defending the people that go after the actors or, uh, or or directors as individuals, like you were saying, like criticize the writing, but not the the person it's that's childish. <laughs> like it's not constructive. It's not helpful, but those people, you know, they've spent a lot of time and money and they've invested in their, of their life. They've invested into enjoying a piece of art. And then, so I think there is a seg, like, this is a, we're talking, I think those groups are small minor, small and vocal minorities who, like you said, have the defense of anonymity via the internet. I, so I don't think it's as bad as Hollywood portrays it, but I think Hollywood stokes the fires. Oh, I don't know. You see the, you see the you take the casting of of yeah I, I mean you name it you take the casting of Heath Ledger as Joker people lost their shit yeah Michael Keaton Michael Keaton the casting people, of Michael Keaton as Batman broke the internet before there was the internet yeah, so so that but this is this is just like passionate people having an opinion yeah but I don't think anybody attacked Heath Ledger as an act as an actor. I thought I think they just they just disapproved of of the choice of him, thinking that there are better options. Well, I mean, sure, but I, like, I okay, think that's Robert Pattinson. I think that's the, I think there's a difference between like that and saying, "Oh, there can't be black elves," right? Or or like departing from MCU and uh, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, like like. The Little Mermaid. Right. Right. 
that being upset, like, I don't know. She sounds good as, as little mermaid. The, the looks good. I'm, I'm good with it. Whatever. Okay. But at the end of the day, a casting like Robert Pattinson as Batman, uh, I think you'd be hard pressed to argue that more people that, that it, there were huge numbers of people who were outraged, outraged, Talking about boycotting the film, talking about blah, blah, blah. And yeah, those are those people who are allowed to have their own opinions and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, anything like that, right? Anything where you are creating a piece of art for a property and you make even a simple casting announcement causes that kind of negativity on the internet, that is toxic. That is, that's garbage. And that's, that wouldn't be something as a director that would be very fun or exciting. Why would you want to take that on? Why would you want to do something fun and new in, in the MCU or in the Star Wars universe if you know that there's a large number of people out there that if they don't get exactly what they want, you know, their, their silly little fan casting that they've had in the back of their head for, for five years now... Uh, then they're going to turn into losers on the internet and they're going to talk shit about your film without even giving it a chance. Anyways, do you think, uh, like, uh, you know... We I, can get down a political rabbit hole here that I don't think we need to get down. Yeah, no. Like, so at the end of the day, like, you know, Kevin Smith said he wouldn't touch either of these with a 10-foot pole. Like I said, I, I'm i not sure... Like, Kevin Smith is fantastic. I'm not sure Lucasfilm or Marvel was about to Pursuing offer him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, knowing the type of director he is and, and stuff like that. We don't need Chewbacca, you know, with a doobie in his hand. But well, I, that, you know, Kevin Smith uh, helped write a run of comics back in, I think it was in the 90s uh, on Batman. <clears throat> and it's a highly accepted and loved, beloved series. He's, he's, help, he's directed several animated shows in uh the dc some dc animated shows he's he is when it comes to comics and star wars he is he, i think he's he he usually gets it right like 80 90 of the time which is pretty damn good considering how much a lot of stuff how, how hard it is to adapt written work into um, visual art. I think he could do it. I think he he would get, you know, no matter what you do nowadays, there's going to be people who don't like it. Yeah. Whether, it's, is, the, whether yeah. it's the casting or whether it's because uh, you wrote the story wrong. Like we were just talking, uh, they had a big, that big rant about Lord of the Rings and them not sticking to, or, or, sticking to continuity of yeah. the written work, right? So no matter what you do, you're not going to make everybody happy. No, but it's, I it's think, the people I, who I think aren't as happy that the people making so the vocal. work, the, the people making the work need to get their heads out of, out of Twitter, out of Facebook, out of their own butts and just make the work and put it out there and let people think and say whatever they want. Uh, yeah, no, the more, that's, the more no. you interact with that, whether it's negative how, negativity, the more you just fuel that fire. 
No, but like when they, but some of that, some of that you can't escape. Like at the end of the day, some of that, you know, you don't even have to go looking for that. Most of the people knew that there was a new Robert Pattinson Batman movie coming because of the internet memes, because of the hate. And, you know, so I, the last thing I want to say about this is like, I think Kevin just in general has this like, let's just, let's just be fans of things and enjoy things kind of mentality. Like he, he, he has a YouTube channel. So. He sometimes does reviews. And, and one of the things he said was recently something I watched him say, and I thought, oh yeah, this is genius. Was he's like, yeah, people are going to, people are going to say, oh, Kevin Smith likes everything. Right. He, he gets on here and every time he talks about something he likes and he's like, no, he says, I don't like everything. There's lots of movies and stuff out there that I don't like. You just don't hear me talk about it. Mm. He says, I, I, the stuff that I like, I'm going to talk about a lot because I love that stuff. Right. I'm going to talk about it. He says, I don't like everything. The stuff I don't like, you're not going to hear me talk about it. Right. And that's it. If you don't like it, move on. Hmm. This is a whole toxic... Anyways, so I found that interesting. Unfortunate, you know, there may be some... There may be a lot of truth in that. There may be a lot of truth in... And I wonder how many other high-profile directors and actors and whatever out there are looking at some of these franchises saying, no way. Hmm. I'm not touching that. I'm not going near that. Are you kidding me? That kind of pressure, that kind of like, you know, they'll crucify you if you if you do it wrong. Right? Like, I, anyways. So, moving on. Tom Cruise. A man that I've had a love-hate relationship with on this podcast uh, is set to be the first ever civilian to do a spacewalk while shooting a film. Yeah, this is interesting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I assume it's for... I, I didn't read this part, but I assume it's for a Mission Impossible film. It's got to be. I, I don't know. Um, but he like a lot of I hear that and that's that's pretty cool I guess I'm 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 not a big fan of Tom Cruise no but I think it's more impressive that like is he going up there alone no with a camera no or are no, they no. sending a crew up with him you I think it's to, more you have to I forget Tom Cruise in this story Tom Cruise isn't what's important they're taking a crew up to space to shoot some scenes for a movie. Well, and there'll be a lot, there'll be a lot of like Tom Cruise. He's not the important part of this story. The actor is inconsequential. There'll be a lot of like actual NASA staff and stuff as well. Yeah. So I think, I think that's the cooler part of this is that the only got to be sending more than one person up there to shoot this. See these scenes. Yeah, the only thing about this that actually surprises me is that, uh, that, that it's Tom Cruise going up and not James Cameron. <laughs> I thought like <laughs> at, who who would have thought that Tom Cruise would beat James Cameron into space, but uh but there you go. He uh he somehow managed to do it. Um so the MCU has seen major, 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 major release date shifts um following the halt in production on Blade. Um, in this doesn't some, seem to be a. This seems to be. COVID kind of started this, but it just seems to be an ongoing trend, though. 
well, specifically, no, because specifically the Blade situation is the the changing in directors and nobody can get a script figured out and put together and blah, blah, blah. And so he not being happy. <laughs> well, as a result of the things I just mentioned. Yeah. And yeah. so um, so it's been bumped back a year um, and several films have had to shuffle some of them three months, some of them six months, some of them eight months. Um, as a result. Now, is this, the only thing I want to ask you, is this a flaw in a shared universe that if one domino falls, because each film is setting up something else and it's important and a lot of these films you can't have out of the order that they were intended to be released because then all of a sudden you're not setting things up the way that you know, the grand right. plan has it anymore. And so once one domino falls, the rest follow pretty quickly. Uh, is this, is this like, is this a major flaw of, of the shared universe, shared cinematic universe model? Oh, I definitely, it definitely seems to be that way. Like I think since we're what we're in phase four now, right? Uh, you, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, with the kickoff of Phase 4, kicked off with Spider-Man, and then we got WandaVision. But, like, Spider-Man was the kickoff, but WandaVision was never supposed to be the next iteration in, in, the, in Phase 4. COVID threw a huge wrench in the plan, and everything got shuffled around, and now we've got the universe we have now. Mm-hmm. In, in the films and shows, we, in, the, in the order we have them. Like, yeah, you've got this grand plan, all your ducks in a row, and now all of a sudden you got to reorder your ducks, which means you got to reorder your story, which means everything. you get everything shifting. Like, it's no wonder it feels like the MCU is a mess right now, <laughs> because it is. <laughs> you always come back to that. Uh. Like it, it, it. it we're getting some good stuff. We're getting some decent stuff. I have a lot We're of getting faith. some. Not I have a lot of faith stuff. in the MCU and and the story that they're putting together. And I don't. I don't. I hope. I can't so. see the picture. Right now, yet. it just feels like Kevin Feige's sitting on a couch, and he's got a he's got a wall full of ideas, and he's just throwing darts from twenty feet back. Oh no no no! This man's like no. I know he's. I know he's got a grand scheme in in mind, and a, a story that we'll knock our socks off hopefully but it just like right now in the middle of like it's hard this is kind of like a it's hard to see the whole trail when you're or the whole plan when you're right in the middle of it yeah when you're not the designer of the plan uh you can't you know uh, what's that saying it's hard to see the forest through the trees yep right like that's what it feels like right now we're in the yep. middle of this mess and it feels like, to me, it feels like this mess. They're just all these different threads being thrown out there. Yep. Either either this grand tapestry of a spider web is being woven together or the spider's on acid. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> fine with either, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, as long as we, every other one is a really good movie and show and... Uh, the, the bad ones are still watchable. I'll be all right. Yeah. 
Uh, so moving on, Brendan Fraser is uh, Hollywood hotness right now. Um, has, mm-hmm. is, we're kind of having a Brendan Fraser renaissance, a, a resurgence, renaissance. Uh, yeah, I'm and uh, and I'm so excited for that. I Brendan Fraser is fantastic. So He's so talented, uh, and he deserves he deserves it. He deserves to not only be making movies again, but have his his fame back. Um, speaking for or speaking of sort of our mutual eh, so so mehness on Tom Cruise, uh, the Tom Cruise mummy film is is uh, bad. It's re- really bad. Um, (laughs) like really, really, really bad. (laughs) And, um, Brendan Fraser recently in an interview said that he would be willing, if the conceit was right, he would be willing to come back and do another mummy movie. Now, I've said this, lots of people on the internet say this, it's good, good, good advice, and I've said it on the show many times, um, and I'm actually stealing, I'm quoting another film pundit and saying this, um... Actor says he is willing to work. Newsflash. Water wet. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> you know, you got to be like, anytime someone says, you know, you actors all the time and they're like, oh, uh, you know, oh yeah, I'd love to do an MCU thing. And you're like, oh, did you hear that? So-and-so said they'd love to be in the MCU. <clears throat> oh yeah, okay. So-and-so said they'd love to be in the largest money-making franchise of all time. Yeah. Sure. Of right, course write me a they blank would. check for several movies. Yeah, of course they would. So, I mean, Brendan Fraser getting back into things, um, you know, he just had his Batgirl movie canceled, unfortunately. It's not Brendan Fraser's fault, I don't think. He was uh, going to be in Batgirl? There was. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we'll talk more about that sometime. Uh, but that's gone now. And, um, yeah, so here's here's the thing you have to take it with a grain of salt because he is just sort of getting his career back yeah. under his feet. Just and this show is... Coast asks him a question and he yeah, answers, it's a, yeah, it's, I'd love to do that. It's a big franchise and blah, blah, blah. My question for you, Carl, do you want to see Brendan Fraser back in another mummy film? Hell yes. Leave Tom Cruise out of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Brendan Fraser yeah. back. I think what excites me about this is two things. One is the first... To the third one uh, was okay. He wasn't uh, in the, was he in the third one? Yeah, he's in the third one. Okay, I've never um, seen the third one. The first, the I- anyways. Either way, the Brendan Fraser mummy movies are fantastic. Yeah, uh, and what I think I like the m- not the most about it, but what is would also be fantastic news about this is it would likely be a healthy. It would require. Brendan Fraser more than likely to get back into pretty good shape. Yeah. And, you know, and, and this is not like, you know, I'm not like body shaming or fat shaming Brendan Fraser at all, but obviously getting into the shape that he would need to get into for something like a mummy movie would be overall a healthy body choice for him. Uh, And that would just be exciting to see as well, you know, to see one one more step back towards the Brendan Fraser that uh, that we know and love from mm-hmm. from years gone by, and one more step to having him back as as George of the Jungle again, right? I mean, if you're gonna yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna get the muscles back, you might as well yeah. don the loincloth as well. Um, sure. Two weeks ago, 
You and I talked about the possibility that Harrison Ford might get cast to be replacing uh, Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU. Um, it's now being confirmed, man. It's happening. Han Solo Ross, eh? Harrison Ford is Thaddeus Thunderbolt freaking Ross. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Sure. Like, what, you know, it's, sure. you can't, you, you never, ever, ever, there's a, there's a rule with movies which is, it's never a bad idea to add talent to your film. Not, not necessarily name recognition, talent. People who <clears throat> yeah. are talented. Yeah. And I don't have the time of day for anyone who is going to sit and argue that Harrison Ford is not talented. He's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. So this is a win. I mean, you know, you have an old crotchety talented man playing an old crotchety actor character. Um, yeah, he's old, but <laughs> uh, but you know, I don't think Thunderbolt Ross is going to be, especially in like a Thunderbolts movie. It's not a physically demanding role. No, right? He's well, not doing a lot of the action. I guess it depends on what how they do the Hulk side of it. Wow, they're not gonna like. like what? Are they they're gonna, not gonna. Is, is he gonna do the CGI or the, the mo? I guess you, performance you capture. Mo- I doubt performance it. Performance capture stuff for it. Well, they they'll gonna have paint to do him it up for like the facial Frigno? stuff. The facial stuff they can. Yeah, do. Well, whatever. That's not the, physically the demanding. body part. They could have somebody else do. So what? Yeah. Yeah. So what? Anyways, I'm excited yeah, I mean, for this. I, so, I think so. It's, based on what you said there about like higher quality acting and not name recognition. But back to last week, you should hire uh, the original voice actor from Mario. And oh, get out of here. All right, <laughs> moving, on, moving on to our final topic, a topic that I'm expecting you to be quite excited for, because this is kind of your stupid style of humor and your era of films. Uh, there was a fantastic film series, comedy film series, back in the day, starring... You know his name? Uh, I know what you're talking about, what we're talking about. I can't remember his name. Uh, and Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Uh, called the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. More than uh, the Naked Gun. He did all kinds of... Oh, he did. He was like, like everything back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. The narrator of Katie and Orby. You know, that's, yeah. that's probably his most uh, iconic role. But um, yeah. So we have a Naked Gun reboot coming. With Liam Neeson. Mm. What say you? What say me? I don't know. So, one of the reasons Leslie Nielsen was so good in in those roles, Naked Gun, Airplane, all those comedies that he did. Scary movies. His deadpan delivery of all the comedy lines. Yeah. Like everything was just deadpan, super serious. And that came from him being a very serious, classically trained actor. So that's how he always delivered those lines and how he always acted those parts as as a very serious role. And that worked so well. His, his timing was impeccable as well. Liam Nielsen, I don't know. <laughs> Liam Nielsen, yeah. 
Yeah, like I've seen him do some comedy stuff, and he's, he's not funny. bad. Oh, I think he's he, funny. He's kind of get that. I think he could get the deadpan down. I don't know. I I'd think it'll to, be good. I'm excited for this. I would. Uh, mm, I'd have to reserve judgment till I've seen it. I think I lo- yeah. I like Liam Neeson. I think yeah. he's a great actor. Could he pull off that role? I, I don't know. I mean, and again, it's 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 a reboot, right? It's not a recasting. So if they yeah. take it in a slightly different direction and they put their own spin on it, then uh, again, I think that criticizing it because it's not the original just kind of thrusts us back into that category of toxic fandom, right? Where it's like, just come on, then then don't watch it. If you don't like it, then go watch the original. And be happy well, with that, and you don't have to be so uptight about this. I think it's okay. I, people can have their opinions. Oh, absolutely. Whether whether they like it or not, people can have their opinions. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think you should be attacking the actor or the writers, no. but but saying I don't I don't think he's right for the role in it the movie doesn't work because of it. I think there's nothing wrong with that. No, but I, 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 I would say, I think I speak for everyone when, when I say that nobody, if you don't like a movie or a TV show or whatever, and you go to hop on the internet and share your opinion, that's fine. But just understand that nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares that you don't like this movie. Nobody gives two shits that well, you don't like this movie. Nobody nobody cares about your opinion. Somebody will care or else yeah. we don't get to this point. Like that that's what sort of, that's like the you 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 yourself, you know, like that's why I was saying earlier actors should get their heads out of their butts and out of the off the internet and looking at this stuff and just do their job. Yeah, but 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 like you like, just said, you you said nobody cares, but they do, and then yeah. they voice an opinion back, and then I mean that's it like just escalates. That, that's like saying that's like saying in twenty twenty two. That's like you know with all the the hate for cops and defund the police and everything that's going on. That's like going up to a cop and saying like, "Well, you're stupid for letting the fact that everybody hates you bother you. Like just just don't listen to that. Don't pay attention. Just be a cop." Like why well, that's do you just care? an argument against your own point. What do you mean? You said nobody cares. Right. No, I'm what I'm saying <laughs> is is like other people, other fans, other people watching it. But don't other fans care. will care. Fans that if if I disagree with the casting of Liam Neeson and I go on the internet and say I don't think this is a good choice, I think it's wrong and I think they should either not do the film or they should hire somebody else. Somebody out there is going to have the opposite opinion and care enough to rebuttal me. Yeah, well then, I, my honest opinion is that you and that other person just have too much free time. <laughs> I would agree with you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, make sure you check out our social links below. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our Patreon page, our merch page, uh, you know, Carl's, uh, Carl's LinkedIn profile it down below if you want to find out you know what he's up to in and life. if you have too much free time go check out the back catalog of episodes and 
yeah. catch up and catch up and enjoy. And most importantly, reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram yeah. and let us know what you think uh, about our opinions on the topics that we talked about today, debated today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not really because we don't care movie debate show but uh but no i'm yeah 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 we care we care Uh, now that i've said that nobody gives a shit about your opinion give us yours opinion yeah